0: Welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast with Gemma and Makala. We're both coaches and entrepreneurs passionate about teaching you how to set up and run your coaching business, create more time and manage your mind because you're changing the world one mind at a time.
1: Hello and welcome to the Freedom to Coach podcast, the podcast for coaches who are looking for more time and freedom in their businesses so that you can keep on coaching. Hello, hello, welcome. And today you have your wonderful co-hosts, myself, Gemma, and Makala here with you. Hello. Hello. <laughs> to talk about all things offline marketing. Just and to mix it up a bit.
0: Because yeah. We talk all the time about online marketing.
1: Yeah, we do. And this came about because we started talking about Sometimes we can rely too much on online only, you know, and it can even come from a bit of comfort, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. How easy is it to just (laughs) pop up a social media post rather actually going out to an event or, yeah, it's, like, so easy. Do it from the comfort of your own office.
1: Yeah, but, you know, the the sort of, like, word across the board right now is that a lot of your social posts and our traditional marketing where we used to have a lot of people, you know, our clients coming on board and stuff, a lot of that has slowed down, mm. you know, and do we know why? Maybe not. I mean, there's probably all sorts of, you know, I would think of, like, environment and marketing right now. It's a bit of a different environment, sort of you know issues maybe things are just a bit too inundated with Mm. so many posts and so much advertising so many more people creating online businesses so it could be partly that could be partly financial situation you know happening in that that financial environment so there would be a whole lot of different factors to that so you know why don't we start looking at you know, our, our other branches of marketing that we often forget about because it is comfortable to just flick out that email and, you know, oh, yeah yeah. And sit behind our computer screens and stay in our beautiful offices and hope that that keeps coming online. But if it's not, unfortunately, coaches, we need to start looking into other avenues and getting out there.
0: Yeah, and I think, like, really, honestly, it is generally a really good practice Mm -hmm. to do both online and offline marketing all the time. Totally. And so when we say offline marketing, like, the first thing that comes to mind, particularly for me in the world that I currently move in, is networking. Yeah. Opportunities you know, networking events, um, going along to coffee mornings. And it's also like the thing to think about in this, and some of my clients, I've coached them around this, you don't just want to go to business networking events Mm. unless your ideal client avatar is a business person. Totally. Mm -hmm. Like you need to think... It's it's all the client avatar stuff. We've got a million episodes on it. Go back and listen. But it's like who is your person and where do they hang out?
1: Mm-hmm. And they're
0: the kind of networking events you want to go to. And they might not be called networking events. Yeah, totally. It might be like a girl's coffee morning mm-hmm. or, you know, if you're a member of a tennis club or a sporting club, go mm-hmm. along and go out for drinks or something after. If the people there are potentially your ideal client or would potentially have people around them who are your ideal client. Cause remember it's oh, not really. just the person there that you're educating and interacting with. It's the, the people they know. You might say, you know, start a conversation. Oh, I do this. And they're like, oh, there's someone who would actually really benefit from that. It's that whole networking exactly. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: totally. And, and just to further onto that as well, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, don't forget the power of recommendations, mm. and how giving a recommendation will come back to you one day as well. You know, it's sort mm. of that that give and take, and especially for you and I, so much of our business has come from that. You know, our oh,
0: recommendations. Like. Our- I you have would to go to this
1: person and you know
0: honestly, Jim, I would say like a hundred percent of my business. I don't think mm. I've well, I mean I've never really advertised. Mm. so all of my business has come from recommendations and referrals exactly. It's so important, you know and and it's yeah,
1: it's important to recommend others because then it will it will come back you now this is isn't you know a specific marketing strategy you can't just be relying on it and things like that but it's so important to be aware of the power of recommendations
0: yes because
1: if someone's like oh hey I'm looking for someone who and someone like hey I know this person that they are like uh, over 50 percent more likely to just go to that person rather than Cold Google someone, or, you know, find someone that there isn't even just that little bit of connection because that person will then say, Oh, have have you worked with this person? They'll be like, Oh, no, but I've heard they're amazing and they help this person with that. That's the type of stuff that you want, you know? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I I can't remember where I, I think I heard it, or maybe I read it, but I'm pretty sure (laughs) I heard it. So, one of the podcasts, the many podcasts that I listen to, Someone said that when you refer someone, Mm. like Mm. we know that the whole point of marketing and nurture funnels and sales funnels is to build the no, like, and trust factor. Exactly. And when someone recommends you to someone else, Uh their no, like, and trust factor in you Mm. transfers with that recommendation.
1: Yeah, totally. because the
0: person they're talking to knows them and trust them. So therefore they trust you by extension, if that makes sense. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, it's like it's already there. Exactly. So that's yeah. why referrals are so valuable and important. And now I'm actually seeing this episode go in a slightly different direction in. So how are you nurturing your past clients to encourage them to give referrals? That's where I was going with this. Awesome. <laughs> I wasn't. I had no idea. I was flapping in the wind. But I'm with you now.
1: Yeah, totally. That that's, that's the importance of it. You know, we look at these external marketing things, but how are you, like, internally marketing to your current clients?
0: Mm. Will
1: they be recommending you? Are they happy with everything you you you're doing? Are they still loving on you that they would recommend you to other people? You know? So yes. it's that that nurturing that that small little, you know, pool of your current clients that love you rather than the whole of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nurturing them is so important. It's it's crucial for business success like it really is it, it can grow your business so much faster than doing it in you know the long way and we know how long good marketing takes yeah the marathon on no, the spring. yeah no,
0: yeah
1: yep. the marathon developing that no luck and trust all of the things sometimes that little bit of gold is right in front of you yeah right
0: so I guess something helpful would be to Think or to discuss some ways in which you can, as my colleague Sharon likes to say, keep your people around the flagpole. Oh yeah, and nurture them and look after them. Yeah, totally.
1: Um, I mean, there's you know, there's there's various ways you can send them a little thank you of something. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if they're you know, and if you're investing that little bit of money, like if it's maybe a small gift and a little bought a postage stamp and some little packs may be worth it. You know, sending them something personal Mm -hmm. or, you know, it doesn't have to be a gift like that, but maybe sending them, Hey, here's this new, I don't know, PDF download that I created. Thought you'd find it useful, you know, share it with people if they like it, but something really personal. I think we forget the power of snail mail sometimes like absolutely right how exciting is it to actually find a letter for you sitting in your letterbox these days
0: (laughs) I I was talking to um (laughs) because like I'm I'm a strengths coach as well and my accrediting body is um Strengths Network in New Zealand Mm. and I was actually talking to um Kim who runs that last week and like email conversation and she said oh and by the way did you get the journal that we posted you and I was like what like I was so excited oh it'll be a gift like a free Mm -hmm. gift in the it hasn't arrived and apparently she looked into it and there's like massive delays in mail between New Zealand and Australia at the moment but I felt so ridiculously excited Mm -hmm. about a journal like it's yeah. a paper book, but yeah, just the fact that someone had sent me something without me requesting—you know—normally to get something in the mail, you got to buy something.
1: Yeah, totally. It's just how it is
0: these days. Yeah, but yeah, just to have something arrive, or just like you know, I'm excited at the intention that they sent me something. I haven't even received it yet, but yeah, it can really make you feel values.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, why not think about doing something like that? Maybe a little a little notebook or, uh, you know, if you do have a couple of things that are branded, even for your business, a mug or, or you know, something like that. Why do you think about sending a personal gift, you mm. know, and out of blue, you know, if it like you know, most people, when you're signing contracts and doing things, you will have their addresses. If not, you can just ask, you know and you know that might spoil surprise a little bit but something small is worth so much and that will hold that will definitely keep them around
0: that flag post you know what I mean absolutely I'm actually thinking of doing something like that because you mentioned the contract I'm actually thinking of doing something like that at the front end of my relationship with people sending Mm -hmm. them a little like almost like a care package yes thank you for engaging with me and let absolutely you know move forward together kind of yeah thing.
1: Yeah something like that is amazing,
0: you know, like a little Ooh. welcome
1: gift. You know, so think about welcome gifts, think about maybe sending your client something out of the blue. Maybe you can wait till Christmas or, or whatever. But small things like that, it it's worth so much. You mm. know, and that will keep them loving you and, and wanting to recommend you. Like, you know, like, oh I worked with this coach and they sent me a gift in the mail. I mean
0: you yeah. know, and there's different things you can do too, like try, t- in order to try and keep you front of mind. Um, like you don't want to do something like get a pen printed with your name on, like that. Don't ever do pens. <laughs> You've got a client who every time we see him, he hands his pens, it's like, I've got a stash, I don't want anymore. Anyway, I digress. But thing like, my friend um, owns a boutique tea business, oh, and yeah. she has this thing where. Businesses can buy just little boxes of loose leaf tea and she'll do a custom label, like with your logo as part of it or your business name as part of it. So it's like an extra special little Mm. thing. And like, that's something I'm looking at, including in what I send mainly because, you know, it's Tasmanian based and that's the Tasmanian brand is like really cool. (laughs) Even Tasmanian branded coaches, but you know, there's there's lots of different ways that you can do things. And that way if it sits on the shelf and it's got your logo on it, you know, it helps you stay front of mind. But it doesn't even have to be that. Just if you give uh-huh. people something, um, like I've got uh, some of Corinne Crabtree's coaches, like people who are, you know, interested in coaching her stuff, they've got this little like shit you know the shit emoji, the poo emoji? Uh, yeah, yeah. They've got like little plastic ones of that and they send that to their clients. So that sits there. It's supposed to be, you know, to remind you to watch out for your shitty thoughts. Yeah. But it's like every time you'd look at that, you'd think of who sent it to you. So yeah, if, it, totally. if, if it can be something that's related to what you coach about or how you coach, like that's even more valuable because they can put it somewhere and keep you front of mind.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and you know what about even just a thank you card? You know what I mean? Like if you want, it doesn't have to. It can be the smallest little thing, but you know, don't underestimate snail mail. Definitely don't underestimate, um, you know, networking. Don't underestimate recommendations. Like all of those things are so important. And if you know the market's getting tougher and less people are buying and all of the things is happening and what they're saying in our current, you know, economic environment, you know, what's so important is to nurture what you do have. Mm. Keep them staying, you know, and then recommending. So it's sort of that three-step thing um, for sure, yeah. And and what other... um, offline marketing what about you know events to go to sort of to further on a bit like like what you said
0: maybe yeah. it's a, i don't know a, a trade show you can do or well, like, looking at coaches it could be like a health expo yeah yeah totally you that know but again targeted at your particular or speaking gigs yeah mm-hmm. like when conferences and things if mm-hmm. if you live in an area like you know Hobart we have lots of conferences come in my daughter works yeah. at, at a big hotel here and she's always talking about the conferences mm. if you can engage with like find organizations that kind of align with yes. who you are and what you do and who your target market is mm-hmm. and offer to be a speaker at no cost you totally. know don't charge you can ask, sure. ask for a fee if you like, but they might be more willing to take you on if you don't, especially if you're just starting out. But think of that audience that you get in front of and you get to talk about a particular topic and, you know, that might change people's minds right there in front of you in the audience and they could then seek you out to engage you. Or, again, they might know people who they think, oh, my gosh, they need this in their life. And it's the beauty of that referral.
1: Absolutely. And, and another a thing that gets sort of looked out over
0: these days,
1: don't forget to print business cards. Oh, yes.
0: Right. I actually want to say something about this. I went to a networking event. I'll go to networking events all the time now. But I went to one last week and this guy had a digital card. Oh, no, it was a QR code on his phone. Yeah. And he's like, I scanned it and then it put him in my contacts. And he's like, so you've got me automatically which is great in theory, but, A, I wasn't really keen. Like it would have been one of those ones where thanks for your card and then that would have gotten lost. <laughs> but also it's like I have 200 contacts in my phone. It's like and it's impossible as far as I know to see the latest one that you've just added. Like mm-hmm. once he was mm-hmm. in my phone contacts. Yeah, you got no idea. He yeah. lost among the yeah. 200. Totally. I'm terrible with names, so I cannot remember his name. So I can't even search for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, and there is, people do struggle with tech. Like I had a a client who had another version of a digital card that they tapped the phone and somehow that put the information up in a browser or something, but then people didn't know how to save it. So, you know, they kind of go, oh, thanks, and walk away and then just, close the window or whatever it's like actually having a physical business card can be like it's it's really valuable tool and it can be passed on as well
1: absolutely yeah for sure and it's almost the same as you know giving a gift like you've got that thing there whether it's sitting in a bag or it comes back it's sitting on someone's desk whatever Mm. it may be you know, and the same thing, you're not going to be like, oh, I didn't write that person's number down or, or whatever it may be, mm. you know, like we we forget about these things, you know, we can't always just rely on internet stuff. No. Um, you know, even look into something like, what if there's, yes, people still read magazines. I know that sounds crazy, but there are a few here and there. <laughs> Paper then. ones like actual printed, actual printed, you know, the magazines you can hold. (laughs) Yeah. You know, what if there's really specific ones, you know, catered to your niche? Why don't you think about popping an ad in there? Ads do not cost what they used to in magazines. Let me Mm. tell you that. You know Mm. what I mean? Local paper, small ad in a local paper. Like even if you get one client out of that, how valuable is that? Don't forget those, those small things. And this is the same thing advertising isn't expensive like it used to be no it's not yeah you know so think about those really you know I don't want to say like left field things but like traditional marketing that we've all forgotten
0: about (laughs) Mm. and I I don't know what it's like on the mainland because you know Tasmania is it has a different sense of community yeah but we have like notice boards at libraries and things where you can put up flyers like I think pretty much Every library I've ever been to in Tasmania, I've been to a lot, have a, a community notice board, and people sure. actually look at it. Yeah, like I always our my um day job, our office is attached to the library, and it's I always see people standing there looking at the notice board.
1: Yeah. That's great. You know, really think about that. Local council events maybe. And Mm. then, you know, you're you're within your local council. Like, There's so many other things. And then that's a good way for your networking. Hand out business cards, recommendations. Like it sort of goes round and round, you know. So don't forget about, I guess, old school marketing. Yes, that's it. Yeah. You know, it can be so valuable because uh, people still do, pick up a magazine if they want to read it people still do pick up a paper or a local paper right it does still happen people <laughs> and as coaches you're probably not marketing to 14 to 16 year olds right you probably mm. depending on your niche some of you may be I don't know
0: but well, uh, although point point of note or, or whatever um if you are marketing to that age group you're probably parents. actually marketing to their yeah, parents exactly. <laughs> Exactly. You know, people still do pick,
1: pick those things up. You'd be really surprised. And if it, you know, it brings in one client of recommendation, even just a meeting and greeting of someone that you've got your feelers out there and then they may recommend you like it, that sort of thing does come back. So don't Mm -hmm. overlook old school marketing for sure.
0: And just something else to say on that. You know, need to ensure that when someone asks you what you do Mm. you tell them that you're a coach (laughs) and that it's the first thing that you say if you know Mm. if your coaching business is your side hustle don't announce it as your side hustle because people will understand or not understand will remember the first thing you say so if you say Mm -hmm. oh i'm a receptionist in a real estate agency and I'm a life and I'm starting my life coaching business people are like, oh which agency do you work for? You know it's like no one hears the life coaching business bit <sighs> if you want to be a life coach and I think Amy Bierman really tells people like this is one of the first things she tells people to do say that that is your identity that's the first thing that comes out of your mouth when someone says what you do Amazing. Even if you're at an event that isn't related to it, still make that your first thing. First yeah, thing, oh, 100%. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Um, Yeah.
1: So I guess just, you know, in, in a bit of a cluttered internet world and, you know, things aren't quite breaking through and people are stepping back from spending at the moment, you know, mortgages going up, interest rates going up, everything's going up. So it is across the board just you know don't sort of say oh it's not really working anymore and online marketing isn't cutting through okay great so what else can we look at you know and don't forget the power of old school marketing
0: thanks for tuning into our podcast if you enjoyed it hit subscribe if you'd like to learn more about how we can give you the freedom to coach then check out our website www.freedomtocoach.com.au Until next time, take care and keep on coaching.